The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Yeah, the vibes are good on a Tuesday. Bring it up, Jake. One hour from now, we'll get into our remaining handicap of Week 10 in the National Football League. Seahawks and the Commanders. Lions, Chargers. Is Jets-Raiders a WTF game? Wrong team favored? Bills-Broncos oh. on Monday night. Oh, I, I'm, I'm going to have a bet Is for Bills-Broncos. Bills a wrong team favored game? Oh. <laughs> I, don't it's a wrong, I don't know if it's a wrong team favored, bud. I, I don't think I'd bet Buffalo. Not, I don't know this number, at least. We can talk about one, it a little one, later. One team's beating the Chiefs. 
Well, Buffalo did beat them in the regular season last year, to be fair. But yes, I was making a joke because they haven't played them this year. That's all right. But, that's, yeah. but, but also, which, but, but I was going to say, which would make Buffalo's head-to-head record against Kansas City in the in, in the uh, in the recent past fourteen yes. and one in favor of the Chiefs. Uh, yeah. I guess it only feels like that. Uh, so our handicap of Week Ten in the National Football League coming up as we move along. Pete Blackburn still to come. Jason Sobel still to come. Power Hour, final hour, featuring all our bets for tonight and the games we've already bet for Week Ten in the National Football League. Doug Kazarian stops by in forty minutes. We're excited to welcome our friend Doug back to the show. But we got a lot of sports betting topics that we want to hit here in hour number one. Um, and we'll get to like full breakdown of the uh, Jets Chargers game at, like when we talk about those two games. The brutal game, Chargers won, covered game one under the total. Ta-da! There you have it. Uh, let's talk comeback player of the year for a second in the NFL where we spent a lot of time in the first segment talking about the Aaron Rodgers clip that went viral. Talking to Chargers star safety Derwin James after the game. James asks him, hey, like, when do you think you'll be back? And Rodgers goes, a couple weeks. And of course that blows up, because why wouldn't it? And Rodgers walks it back a little bit in his weekly appearance on the Pat McAfee show literally about an hour ago. But uh, I think a lot of people are thinking, like, I think he's probably going to come back if the Jets are in it at the end of the regular season. So can the current market comeback player of the year at our show sponsor, BetMGM. And we'll do more on this on Thursday when we hit every award market in the NFL. DeMar Hamlin inactive again this past weekend for the Bills-Bengals game. Hamlin's minus 115, which is... The, the price hasn't been this in a while. It's always been a, like a longer price than this. So a little a little noteworthy that it's minus 115 now. Tua plus 175. Josh Dobbs, who you, uh, you did a great job breaking down that situation yesterday. Dobbs is the third choice in the market at nine. Lamar Jackson at 10. Just like, what's, what's he coming back from? Also, he might win MVP. Brees Hall, 10 to 1. Aaron Rodgers is 28 to 1. You want to give us a little appetizer here on Comeback Player of the Year before we have the main course on Thursday? Yeah, sure. So I, I mentioned it in the last segment that this is the time of year when midseason award articles come out. And look, anybody can write one. I've written one before. I know but you've probably written one before. It used to work in, in writing a lot of NFL content. So like it's not there's no barrier to entry here. Anybody with a an outlet can write a midseason awards piece about who they vote for. But I try to just uh, and our pal Femi, who works over at Vsin, he and I talk about awards all the time. And he was sharing with me a lot of the ones he was finding. I was I was looking Femi. for some of my own. Femi, love Femi, big award, like as big Femi. an award degenerate as I am, which which means I love him. Also a really nice guy. But like we're we're just to comparing like what we're seeing and we're talking during the game last night and these things start coming out yesterday and a lot of them come out uh, today. And it's kind of like, all right, what is there anything to glean from these mids? Because again, they're, they're not to be super predictive. We're only halfway. If you go back to last year, you know, at least half the awards predictions, even the consensus ones were wrong at the at the halfway wrong at the halfway point last year, halfway through last year. Jefferson wasn't going to win offensive player of the year and Micah Parsons was definitely winning defensive player of the year and neither of those things happened. So like it doesn't have to go a certain way, um, but it just gives you an idea. It's your first glimpse of like, how do people think about this stuff? And I like do a lot of talking on this show about awards, but as we get later in the year, it's time for me to shut up and listen more as the people who actually decide this start telling you what they're thinking. And this is the start of that. So like I talk about comeback player of the year all the time and it's really like me without uh, information. I'm just like guessing what people are going to do. And my theory was that as we got further and further from the start of the year with Hamlin, like his quote unquote return, where he played in one game and he played on special teams and that's it. And he hasn't played since then. So he played one game. As we get farther and farther from that, it would maybe become more and more likely someone else could win with the idea that like that chapter is kind of closed. Like it's just, he's not playing this year. 
like everything that's sort of notable at this happened last year. He was honored at NFL honors last year, um, you know, on, on stage at the ESPYs with like the people who saved his life. Like there's obviously been a continuing story. And my theory was that like, I thought it was more possible than basically everybody else that we would get to like the end of the year, which we haven't gotten to yet. And kind of like the opinion on him wouldn't change, but it would at least like quiet down enough that people could be like, well, let's maybe let's give this to someone who plays. Like, let's give this to someone who plays football and who like plays in most games and who does stuff. Like, let's do that. Uh, it doesn't have to be that way. And I said at the start of the year, and I said it a couple of times since then, I go, I'm not going to know if I'm on to something until we get it at, at, at the first checkpoint is the midseason awards. And not that that's going to tell you whether you're on to something, but it's at least like something. And so I was really curious just to see like whoever wrote and what they would say. And uh, just, and the other award markets, you're getting a really a, a very understandable consensus, right? So MVP. And I just tr trust me, like I've read 70 of these things in the last two days. If somebody's tweeted it, I've read it. If they've written a, post, a piece for a, a site, I've read it. Um, the consensus is essentially uh, MVP is a tight race between all the players you would expect. Lamar, Mahomes, Tua, basically like in some order. Lamar probably getting the most votes right now, but like it doesn't matter. Like it's kind of how the market has it. Offensive player of the year, Tyreek gets basically all the votes, but like the understanding that can still lose. Uh, defensive player of the year, it's a lot of Miles Garrett, but a lot of like TJ Watt and Parsons not far behind. That's how the market has it. The rookies, it's unanimous. Stroud got offensive rookie for everybody. Carter got defensive rookie for everybody with basically no exception. Those two might be done already. We'll talk about defense more. What can that change and who would do it? Uh, the two that seem to be the most interesting. So I just gave you five. There's basically nothing interesting there. Uh, the two that seem to be the most interesting are coach, which we'll talk about more on Thursday, where the coaches that the market seems to think are very likely are not don't seem to be likely in terms of how people are thinking about the award. And it actually seems to be like not even close to how the market has it in terms of like what's likely. And we'll do more of that on Thursday. But comeback player, not every person who writes about it does this award because it's kind of a different award. It's not like performance driven. But every single person picked Hamlin. And it's no that's notable, first of all, just because every single person picked Hamlin. And it's week 10. So, okay, like got to listen to that a little bit. The thing that I wasn't expecting so I read all the, the write-ups, and it's kind of exactly what you would think. It's like, this is bigger than football. Doesn't matter that he doesn't play. All these kind of things. And like, that's fine. Again, like I, it's, my, it's my turn to stop talking and just start listening to what everyone's saying. The thing I didn't anticipate, though, and this is it, it sort of frustrates me as someone who wants to bet this, is I didn't anticipate, I forgot, and I didn't even consider it, that all of these pieces were going to be written the day after Bill's Bengals was Sunday Night Football, and all they did was talk about DeMar Hamlin. So it's like, you're not even getting like an authentic... Like if you're if you write for some publication, there's no way you're doing a midseason awards thing the day after the game and saying, I vote for Tua. There's just no way. There's no way. You'd be so worried about the, the reprisal that you would get, like the tweets that you would get back. Everybody else has DeMar Hamlin. Why don't you have him? Like there's no way you you would feel like comfortable doing that. And you can even tell in the way so much of this stuff. I've read all of it. You can tell in the way it's written. People are just like, yeah, what, like, oh, yeah, it's bigger than football. Anyway, next award. Like they're just, it's just like not even a thing that they're thinking about right now. And the timing of it being so closely linked to the game where, where they like referred back to the story a ton, talked about Hamlin. There was just no way you were going to get an authentic representation of how people are going to feel at the end of the year, which is really frustrating because I feel like we're actually still cold, totally flying blind here. And the other thing that this speaks to is, and I'm going for a little bit here, but I'm almost done. The other thing that this speaks to is, okay, if it wasn't going to be him, and you can see this in the writing too, this comes across from everybody, 
nobody knows who it would even be because there isn't anybody. And this is what we've talked about on the show all the time. Like we've tried to identify these players. This is what we did all last Thursday. Look, like I, I think I'm right that he's vulnerable as an award winner. But my God, like, who is it? Like, I'm 0 for 4 in terms of trying to pick these guys that are going to have these big performances. They just haven't had them. I love the bets that I made. They just didn't do anything. Is that also kind of what's happening here? Is there just isn't a story that's worth anything? I mean, you see Josh Dobbs as a low price. That tells you all you need to know. Everyone's grasping at straws to try to figure out what's even out there as someone who could contend for this. So I bring I brought up Rodgers in the first segment just because, like, now there would be a story with some gravitas behind it that could really, like, do some damage in terms of, like, getting votes in this market and getting people to think about voting for him for that award. Like, that has some steam behind it if, uh, if that ends up getting going. So it was just... I read all this stuff and I was kind of like, just kind of sad. Cause I just go, I, you know, for me as someone who bets like Hamlin winning is not sad. Like it's, you know, it's a, uh, a chance to like sort of honor that story again. But for me, the person who has a lot of money on other yeah, players, kind of sad, kind of like it, but for me, it's kind of like, all right, yeah, maybe, maybe we just get to the end and it's, there's no one. And so it's just unanimous and it's him. And like, I like just reading this, I kind of had like a hard reset where I just go, I'm never going to bet him right now. And the price did move a little bit on him because all these things got published. He was up to like plus 130 in a couple places. He's minus everywhere again because people are going to read this and be like, uh, yeah, I'll bet it. I just, uh, I didn't feel like we got like an authentic, like we're not removed from the event. We just had the event again on Sunday night. Like we're not, people can't think that way. They're not going to vote that way. I feel like we're still flying blind, but I'm now like, I, you know, the more I have to listen, the more I'm like, cool, like I, I might be wrong about this. And, uh, and you know, we'll, we'll take some more shots if they come up, but it's going to be a really, really interesting race for this award the rest of the year. Might not know exactly where we stand until the end. And when we get to the end, it might just be everybody just says, no, nah, I don't really care. And I'm going to vote for that guy. And that might be what it is. I, st- I still think if Rodgers plays like one snap and it's in like a high profile game, I, I feel right. like Rodgers will win the award. But like, yeah. may- maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's like Hamlin and Rodgers and it's like, can Rodgers beat the clock like to get back in time, like to play a game right. before the end of the regular season? Which be is a, I like, mean, it, as he gets closer and the co- like, do you think the coverage is, is aggressive now? Wait, wait, wait till like the practice window opens or whatever. I mean, this is going to get like really, this is going to get as thoroughly covered as any story in the I'm league actually, the final month I if think it happens. I'm in, in the yeah. league? Oh, but in, no. What, in sports? Whatever. Yeah. No. Right. No. In life. Earth? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. The universe. Yes. And like normally, system. normally Milky I think way. of things like that and it makes me queasy. Like, oh my God, we got to listen to this for, I, I need it. I want it. I got, I, I, I absolutely have to have it. I need Rogers back at the end of the season this year. Absolutely sure. need it just for hashtag content. I think it would be really great. All right. You better, you bet with Nick and Ken more NFL award talk coming up on Thursday. Uh, we'll give you some thoughts on the national hockey league from last night. And like our Vancouver Canucks just continue to absolutely dominate. And you might be out there listening and watching me like, really, we're going to talk about the Vancouver Canucks. Well, like, do You're you like right money? Like, yeah. do you, do you like, do you, do you want to make some money? We're going to talk about the Vancouver Canucks. They're a story, and we maybe went a lot of money on the. We get, yes, we yeah. did, and they sla- and they, they slammed the Oilers on the point that the Oilers released one of their goalies today, and that maybe the coach is not going to be far behind. Um, and like maybe they're going to win every award market in the National Hockey League. Let's talk some NBA from last night, Ken. Where I, I, I really need like me personally need like a hard reset sure. on my NBA handicapping right now because I'm getting my ass handed to me on a nightly no, basis. It, it's, so, these things go through ebbs and flows. It's you know early. That. That's true. So That's lame. true. Yeah. I'm I'm a little down on my luck right now. I need like a little like okay. Sinatra playing or something. I'm a little down on my luck okay. right now in the association. But we'll, we'll get it. You we'll, bet we'll get it a... your way. Right <laughs> Regrets. 
Oh, I've got a few. <laughs> I've got them. Yes. <laughs> Betting the Spurs plus nine, and they lose by 50 points. I mean, imagine that result. That was that was a score that came in where I just go, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I lost my way. Because I always say, like, if I'm going to lose, it's like Tyler and I were talking hashtag off air. Sure. Tyler and I bet it also. We bet New Mexico State last night against Kentucky. If you're going to lose, go out in a blaze of glory. Lose by 40. 86-46. Like, bet on the Spurs and have them lose by 50 like I did last night. Anyway, uh, we'll get to the Vancouver Canucks next segment. Can uh, at least start us off here with some thoughts on hockey from, uh, or, excuse me, from the, the NBA, NBA from last night. Yeah. A busy night in the association, and uh, I've got some stuff also, but... uh. What stands out to you from last night on the old hashtag hardwood? Yeah, we got got a couple minutes here. Uh, I watched every second of Timberwolves Celtics last night. I found it incredibly compelling for people who didn't see the game. Minnesota won 114-109 in overtime. Uh, it's actually really compelling for both teams. Uh, Tatum played very well. That's not really the point. Uh, Anthony Edwards was excellent. Uh, Rudy Gobert and the Minnesota defense were excellent, which we can do a little more on in the next segment, I think. Uh, the Timberwolves do not have a gaudy record so far. They're just four and two this season. And you'll, you'll look at the standings and they'll they'll kind of blend in with a lot of other teams. Just worth noting, one of the two losses was opening night, which is always kind of a toss out for me. Like who knows who's ready and who's not. They lost by three against Toronto. It was a low scoring game, whatever. Um, since then, they've beaten Denver and Boston already. Like, no other team in the NBA has that resume so far this year. Uh, I think it is not likely, but certainly possible that of the middling Western Conference teams who all kind of want to be in the top two, top three, one of them is going to be, we're not sure who it is. Maybe it's Dallas. Maybe it's New Orleans. Maybe it's the Warriors. Maybe it's the Lakers. Maybe it's the Clippers with James Harden. Uh, We're gaining more evidence. And last night was another data point. They beat the best team in the league. uh, That maybe Minnesota is actually that team. And if they are that team then what does that mean for lots of betting applications this year? Watched every second of the game. Timberwolves are very interesting in a lot of ways. We'll talk about more about the NBA and uh, thoughts from last night, takeaways from last night on the other side. And also, the hashtag wagon, known to you and yours as the Canucks of Vancouver. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.